0: Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. This is your JRPG Report episode 174. My name is James Fisher. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And every week we'll cover all the news of the past week. Some uh, interesting <laughs> news stories. As you've noted, the thumbnail uh, for today's podcast we will be talking some Persona, Final Fantasy in the news. Uh, just popped up a new trailer for Tales of Arise. I've got some, uh, for better or worse, some mobile offshoots of some JRPG franchises that you'll uh, know and uh, perhaps be interested in. Uh, First thing, next week, um, we are taking a little mini end-of-summer vacation, can you believe it, Uh, to perhaps everyone's (laughs) chagrin. Uh, School is starting up, at least around here. It starts up at the beginning of August, so we're taking a quick little out-of-town trip. Uh, the only thing that means is the uh, next week's podcast will come out on Wednesday instead of Thursday. I thought about recording it Wednesday, then releasing it Thursday, but that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I might sound kind of silly if something pops up um, in that day's time frame. So we'll just put it out a day early and then be back to normal release the next uh, uh, week's upcoming until October when we take a, uh, a week-long trip and. uh uh, at least no regular podcast that week, but let's get into it and let's talk some persona. It's been a little dry on the persona front for a while. Of course, we had uh, Strikers come out um, a few months ago, and that was an amazing kind of, uh, I would say, conclusion for the most part to the Persona Five uh, arc. We, you know, you had regular, then the Royal, and now Strikers, which was pretty much part two, just a different format. What's coming up next? Uh, You you know Atlas is working on part six. That's no big surprise, although not been formally announced. Um, There are some certain things that make a whole lot of sense, like bringing Persona 4 Golden to uh, PS4 and Switch, but what does Atlas have in mind? And that's uh, we don't know, but we're going to find out soon. So, uh, as of 2021, we reported on this, uh, either last week or a couple weeks ago, that, uh, the series has sold 15 million copies combined across all platforms. Um, I guess that's probably including, you know, the, the Q series on the 3DS and all different versions of each game. Um, they are going to be selling their, celebrating their 25th anniversary this upcoming September and they have got some big ideas coming so let's go straight to the uh, a new website that has been teased or is, is actually out there and what it's teasing uh, quote to all of our fans who have supported us for so long we thank you from the bottom of our hearts and uh, this coming September the Persona series will finally celebrate its 25th anniversary To show our gratitude to everyone, we're preparing a number of celebrations to the Persona 25th anniversary year, which will last about one year from September till the fall 2022. It continues. From the 25th anniversary goods and various events to game news and more, we will be making all sorts of anniversary announcements. Please look forward to them. There's some uh, merchandise that they've shown off if you are watching on the a video version of the podcast, you can see a few of those things that have popped up, um, including pre-orders for poster-style trading acrylic stands and photo cards that are due out on September 18th. The unrevealed items, there's, there's some secret images that are in there that will be announced um, a little bit later. But uh, in a, They are teasing seven new projects, they say, in total. That's going to lead to a lot of speculation. Um, Obviously, you'd have to imagine Persona 6 is one of those. Uh, There could be a new new one of those 3DS games, uh, the Q series, come out. That could be one of them. Are they referring to one of those being a remake of any of these ones? Is that including Golden coming to... Modern consoles, in addition to its PC release, I would have to guesstimate that that could include a remaster or remake of Persona 3, um, a possibility at another Strikers project. Uh, I think Omega Force has expressed interest in doing another one of those, if that is, you know, using a different franchise or continuing the Persona 5 um, story. We'll have to wait and see. Could that be another Ultramax fighting game? Probably. (laughs) Uh, So it doesn't take long to get up to that numbered seven, but it still would lead to, I guess, at least one or two of those that we really don't know what it is going to be. Uh, I would be thrilled if the first thing they announce in September is the continuation of the series and what Persona 6 could look like on PlayStation 5. Uh, we, we know about, you know, Dragon Quest Twelve coming. We know about Final Fantasy XVI coming. It only makes sense that the other big mega JRPG franchise, in addition to, you know, maybe Tails or something, uh, Persona 6, what its plans are, and at least acknowledge that they're working on it. Throw up the logo um maybe some sort of hint as to what's going on there but it's exciting um i've i got into persona with part 3 back on the playstation 2 a long long time ago i still haven't played 1 and 2 but maybe those are also some f- those would know uh, 1 and 2 would take a full remake treatment to make those onto modern consoles but that would be interesting as well i'd love to play those with a more Uh, modern Persona style to them, that could be very interesting and that does make sense. as something they could announce in the future. So what do you think is coming? What are you most looking forward to seeing from the Persona franchise? Um, What is your favorite in the series? If you want to leave a comment down below, I'd be more than uh, interested to see what you guys are thinking is coming up next in this 25th anniversary year starting in September. Mentioned briefly that new trailer that just popped up for Tales of Arise. It is the character trailer for Law. You can check that out on our YouTube channel. He is described as a close-quarters martial artist whose sheer power and flurry of strikes overwhelms his enemies. Not, I would say, completely different character type, but definitely similar to the way Jude played in Tales of Exilia. Um... I haven't got a chance to check that trailer out yet. Like I said, it literally just popped up right before I started recording, so I quickly snatched it and put it over on our YouTube channel. Speaking of YouTube, of course, there are a bunch of new trailers out for um, Shimming on My Tensei 5. It's Daily Demon uh, series continues. Well, each day. Today was Silky, and they've introduced a bunch of other uh, demons thrown uh, Preta, I believe it's say is his or her name. A bunch of other different ones. You can check that out on our YouTube channel. Another thing from Shingeki no Kyojin Say 5 was a new, uh what they call this one, new story trailer? I guess it's, uh, let's see, they say it depicts the factions, friends, and conflict between gods and demons in the game. So there's been a steady uh, flow of information coming out about Shimigo say 5, if you'd like to check that out, head over to our YouTube channel. This is due out for the Switch on November 11th in Japan, the next day, November 12th, worldwide. Uh, we've got some Final Fantasy news to talk about now, and then uh, we're going to have some Final Fantasy news to talk about at the end of the podcast, and um, you want to stick around for that. I think you'll enjoy that. They had the Final Fantasy XIV 7th, the 7th 14-hour broadcast. There was a bevy of information uh, talking about the future of FF14 quickly. I'm very much considering playing it now that I have a PS5 and playing that enhanced free version, so maybe I'll get into it at some point. But a lot of people have been asking me if I want to get into it, and maybe... Yeah, that's the answer to that. But uh, during that, um, there was just a little snippet of information that they talked about Final Fantasy sixteen. Of course, Yoshi P is involved in that project as well. So let's see what he said. Quote, I'm not holding back more information just for the sake of it, but rather I want the next information to be something that will convince everyone to buy the game. Not sure how much convincing you need to do, dude. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm a little on the fence about it just because of its action orientation from what I've seen so far, but I'm going to pick it up day one. It's Final Fantasy. So I don't know if he needs to do that, but I admire his spirit. He said, the visual quality is a given, but battles and other unannounced major features will be included. And I wanted to present like, bam. So nothing new until I'm satisfied. He continued. I was thinking of showing something for Tokyo Game Show, but I don't think we can meet that deadline. Probably, I want to show you guys something, and hope you understand. You're going to be able to play it once it's out, anyway. Um, finally, the final response was fans will be fans will expect to be surprised. So no, not at Tokyo Game Show, which is a bit of a disappointment. We were we knew it wasn't coming to E3. I kind of held out hopes that would mean that it would show up at Tokyo Game Show, which means it's probably further along, or not as far along as maybe it's speculated, because while in the same announcement they said that the scenario was complete and voice recording was in its final stages. I, I can't imagine a game is that far along that we think it is that far along, but yet it can't be shown at the mega trade show that uh, your country enjoys each and every year where marquee titles like that belong. Um, they're not just going to release the game, let's <laughs> say, in December if it's not good enough to be shown in September at TGS. That doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Um I've speculated that I thought remake part two would come out before this game. We've got even less information about that so far. So I don't know the status of which of those would come out first or not, but it seems encouraging. Maybe he's just kind of saying that and it actually will be at TGS and surprise everybody. That is still quite a bit of time. So there's, there could be time to throw that together into something that's worth saying. Um, We shall wait and see, but hey, no news is better, or some news is better than no news, and it can lead to some fun speculation along the way. This is an interesting story because um, a couple days ago, NAS America shared a couple new trailers uh, for the Kligley Effect Two, just showing some of the, the musicians, and just in the description, it. Briefly mentioned the release date, which NIS America had not announced yet. Well, they finally did make the announcement um, today, July four no, I guess yesterday, July 14th, that in fact it is coming to North America on October nineteenth. Europe will get it a couple days later on October the twenty-second for PlayStation 4 and Switch, Western Publisher NIS America announced. I thought it was pretty interesting. I, when I grabbed those videos and put them on the YouTube channel, I did mention that it was coming out then. And Like, hey, I, I don't know why <laughs> media outlets have not reported this yet. I guess it's not been officially announced, but yep, there you go. If you've been looking forward to this, if you're a fan of the first game, you have been uh, eagerly waiting that Western release date. There are pre-orders for a limited edition from the N.S. America Online Store. It'll go for 99 99 it includes a um, copy of the game, the artwork, hardcover art book, the regret and ex vocal collection, two disc soundtrack, a Tatafushi Academy school bag, and a digital download for that um, soundtrack as well. With three bonus edition exclusive tracks, you get a student ID and even a collector's box. That's a, that's a pretty good. Um, Pretty good little deal there for uh, $40 more. You can't can't argue with that too much. If you've not seen any uh, anything about this game, there is a new Gameplay in English trailer for that. That's a little over two minutes long. I've got it up on our YouTube channel. Uh, quick about this game. Their vitru- uh, virtual doll named Regret has created the world of Redo in order to save people from their past regrets by unknowingly imprisoning them in a simulation, however, this paradise is shaken to the core when a virtual idol named X breaks into regrets, virtual reality, and restores a high school memories, a high school student's memories of the real world. In order to escape redo, they must reestablish the Go Home Club, a resistance group that seeks to fight against regret and her enforcers, the Obligato musicians. Meet the fresh faces of the Go Home Club, whose memories are awakened by the virtual idol X. Recruit other students to aid you. Challenge the virtual doll of regret and her musicians. And escape the false world of redo. They have breakout battles where you utilize the uh, imaginary chain to predict your enemy's moves and form the perfect strategy and employ calculated techniques to gain a tactical advantage in combat. There's an unforgettable paradise to enjoy. Masterfully crafted story scenarios from Persona writers unite with a pulse pounding, vocaloid inspired soundtrack, making the world of redo a memorable visual and audio experience. If you've seen anything on this game, there's the striking visuals and there's the equally ear striking uh, audio of this game. It is pretty cool. It's, it's certainly one of the things that's got me interested in it. Like I've stated before, I downloaded the original Overdose version for PS4. One of the days I'm going to get around to it and then get on to playing this one. But it's nice to have a release date for it. Again, that's going to come out October 19th in North America. A couple days later, October 22nd in Europe. Also getting a release date. Uh, I'm sorry, not a release date, but... An announcement of localization we had talked a couple times before uh, we were calling it the wicked king and noble hero but uh, actually it is the cruel king and the great hero these are going to be coming uh, to PlayStation 4 and switch in the West and early 2022 in as America announced this um, this is that cute storybook looking type game uh, that's the same producer or Um, visual artist as the, uh, what was the name of that one? Um, Blind Princess, Ori and the Blind Princess, something like that. But uh, you'll know what I'm talking about when you see this one in action. Uh, There's a brand new um, announcement trailer for it. Once you see the visual style, you'll kind of know what I am talking about. Uh, There is a storybook edition. As well as a treasure trove bundle, both available on the NS America store. The storybook edition is going for a standard $59.99. The treasure trove bundle at $104.99. Um, both of these include a copy of the game collector's box. Wait, well, that can't be both of them, but uh, <laughs> the uh, treasure trove will get the collector's box, hardcover art book, digital soundtrack, and six inch great hero plush. So that's really cool. You can't argue with that at all. Well, I mean, it says both of them. That seems, um, while the other one has a, a tr- acrylic pinch, <laughs> acrylic puzzle, and eight-inch dragon blush. I'll check on that and, and see exactly what those uh, those actually in store. I'm really looking forward to this game. I've showed this trailer off to my daughter before, and she seems really interested in it as well. As I mentioned before, it seems like this type of thing its kind of a living storybook-type feel to it that uh, would be a good thing to kind of get younger ones into it. There's still a turn-based battle system, so it might be something to enjoy with your little budding JRPG player in your life or you know, maybe somebody who's not played these games before. And it could be a cute, fun introduction into the type of games that we all know and love and we want everyone to know and love. There is a new Bravely Default game coming to iOS and Android. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you. Bravely Default Brilliant Lights has been announced for iOS and Android. The mobile RPG where various worlds cross over. At least it was not announced, but will be free to play with item-based in-app purchases from Square Enix. They say Bravely Default Brilliant Lights is the latest smartphone entry in the Bravely series whose total worldwide shipments and digital sales have, perse- have surpassed 8 million units since the release of Brave Default in 2012. It is an RPG featuring both original characters and popular returning characters from throughout the series. The series' turn-based command battles, which uses the trademark Brave and Default battle system, have been optimized for smartphones for the first time. Enjoy unique and strategic battles using the series' familiar system. The story is written by Kishko Ejaru, who has worked on the scenario for other entries in the series. Players can enjoy an original story where various worlds cross over. There is an announcement trailer. Of course, uh, it kind of has a few English words in it, but I'm pretty sure it is not. Um been english dubbed other than you know a few words on the screen yeah it's japanese in there but you can kind of get a a, a feel and a glimpse of what it looks like it reminds me a lot especially the bow system of the um it looks a little bit like the new uh the reincarnation system a little bit more brightly and uh, beautifully colored like the bravely series um I don't think it looks too bad at all, to be quite frank. There was some initial kind of pushback when I put this on YouTube of people that were, you know, big fans of Bravely don't want to see it go to mobile platforms. It's it's not. Um this is an offshoot. This is kind of becoming standard in Square Enix. It's definitely becoming standard to have not versions necessarily, but offshoots from the mainline series make its way over to mobile as free games that make the company buckets of cash and then allow them to make big AAA titles. That's kind of the new way things are being done. Um, You can't fault these developers for making these games as they just make money hand over fist, and they can't kind of stop. Um, I don't expect them to. Just ignore them. If you don't want to play them, it's pretty simple. Ignore them. I think this one looks pretty cool. I might give it a chance. Uh, Assuming that this comes out worldwide, it was, like I said, there was no release date announced and it was not even um, confirmed this would be a worldwide release. But you can kind of make a judgment uh, for your own. Speaking of near Reincarnation, it's going to launch on July the 28th. When it does, there will be the... um, Crossover event with Near Automato, so um, 2B9S and A2 will all be available to uh, be playable party members uh, as a result of this crossover. You can check out a crossover trailer for it um, on our YouTube channel. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've been one to kind of check this thing out, and I may do that here in a few more weeks when it launches. And to be quite honest, to be able to get um, B2 in the party again along with A2 and 9S. That's kind of a, That's a pretty good draw. I got to I got to be frank about it. That's I was kind of could live without it before, but you know having those really popular characters from a game that I really enjoyed in Near Automata, that's definitely swinging in the pot a little bit making me think about giving that one a free download. Speaking Near Automata, we've talked about its sales figures over uh, over the years a little bit. This is talking about its Steam version patch that is actually live as of right now on July the fifteenth. I don't well, it's according to this article, <laughs> it is now the patch has been lived. So there are now borderless video settings, fidelity FX has been added. HDR. The system will now detect whether HDR has been activated in the Windows display settings and automatically boot the game in HDR mode if it has any. Anti-aliasing adjustments have been made. User interface textures are now in 4K. Approximately 270 user interface textures for icons, backdrops, user interface elements now support 4K Resolutions. The bitrate has been improved and all pre-rendered cutscenes adjusted. So we'll now play, they will now play in 60 frames per second and display in the correct aspect ratio without stretching the picture. There's a new global illumination feature. This can be set at three different levels: high, medium, or low, ambient oculation, and bloom, as well as various bug fixes. This is I can't imagine how crazy this game looks using all these things on a high powered PC. I thought it looked pretty pretty darn good on PS4, but I can only imagine how phenomenal it looks, especially with all these new features and how fast it'll play. That would be a lot of fun. What a great game. If if you've ever um, if you've not picked up on a mod, I'm not saying you gotta go out and get a high-powered PC to play it, because, of course, it's available on PS4 and Xbox One as well. You can pick it up fairly cheap, and it is definitely, you know, an action RPG with uh, some good RPGs. The story is crazy. It has various um, times it turns into, like, a, a twin-stick shooter. Um, <laughs> it it kind of goes a little bit all over the place, and it's definitely weird. Music, a huge highlight. Of it, just a phenomenal experience of a game. Not very long, kind of a roller coaster ride. Um, there's there's a few games that are in this category, right? JRPGs usually, <laughs> well, in a great experience, usually much much longer. This one's much shorter. Tells a quick, unique, very different story. You're not going to get a lot of tropes in there, but. Um, I, I can't imagine you would not enjoy it and I think it's worth it no matter what but shoot if you got a pc to do it this is it seems like the way to do it we'll make a quick announcement I didn't know about this one but one of our uh, viewers kind of alluded to me to that dusk diver 2 has been announced for pc switch and ps4 it will come out um, this winter there's a brief teaser trailer for it but it doesn't really uh, show anything. Pretty much just the announcement that publisher Just Dan International and developer Wayne N Games have announced this game. I, Like I said, I hadn't even heard of Dusk Diver 1. Not surprising. There's a lot of games that get announced, and I can't always uh, keep up to date on each and every one of them, but wanted to bring that to your guys' attention if you're a fan of the first one. Maybe looking forward to that one coming out. Um, we've mentioned briefly The Adventures of Die, a hero's bonds a Dragon Quest offshoot. It's going to be available worldwide in fall of 2021. The launch, launch window revelation came through a post-closed beta test, which was reported by the development team. So This one looks pretty good for a little action RPG, especially for your uh, mobile devices. It'll be coming worldwide sometime this fall. Got some Final Fantasy news. <laughs> to pass along to you guys this one i'd mentioned 14 briefly in my uh, at least uh openness to play it in the future uh if you are one to buy the ff14 complete edition ps4 and pc copies directly from uh, square enix have been sold out that's insane to me there's that much demand for it That's pretty cool there's a waiting list for both versions the mac version is still listed as available, this complete edition brings everything up to Shadowbringers. This means people can get the base game, Heaven Sword, Stormblood, and Shadowbringers expansion pack. A 30-day free trial play period for people who haven't had one is available. Um, apparently even the, like the digital versions, um, you have to wait to buy them. So that's kind of, kind of odd. <laughs> and still, the single versions are out there and... Uh, you know, you can play it for a certain amount of time for free as well. And this will bring people up to the Inwalker expansion, which is supposed to come out on November the 23rd. Um, there was, as I am playing back through Remake, which looked good before <laughs> on PS4, it looks even better on PS5. There's, there's a lot going on there that's, um, I, I, I tell you, I wish I could In terms of graphics, I wish I would have played it before playing Ratchet. Because that game developed specifically to run on PS5. Overall, definitely looks better than Remake. But that is like, you're comparing, it's 1A and 1B, right? In terms of what they're able to do um, and what, uh, what they're trying to do as well, very different experiences, but <laughs> I couldn't have asked for two better looking and playing experiences, but um, there's there is an interview from the Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ultimania has surfaced online, and I guess if you haven't played Remake, I don't think this will ruin too much for you, uh, there's just a lot of speculation out there, and as I'm playing back through it, I, I'm kind of, reliving those moments. I think they added a few scenes for the PS5 version, and it's really just wondering about what is going on in this world, how they are taking the term remake to the next level, and what that exactly implies. There's been a suggestion that it's a completely different world, that uh, the characters know... So at least some of with like Earth and Sephiroth, know more than they certainly did the first time. What is that going to mean down the road in terms of Remake Part 2, 3, 4, whatever they end up doing? It's it's fun to think about where this game is going. I wish we had some more news to share about Remake Part 2. I really do. But I do believe that's, that's going to kind of pop up at Tokyo Game Show and it's really going to wow people. It has been said that all all the focus is really on that, and I don't blame them, which leads you to wonder where they are with 16, but different teams working on those two. There's a lot of things going on at Square Innings that we don't necessarily know about. The final thing that I tease that you'd want to wait on until the very end to hear about Final Fantasy X fans. I know there's a bunch of you out there. I'm certainly a huge one, as I've got 10 and 10.2 for PS2, PS3, PS4, and Vita Well, for a long, long time. You know, you've got 10.2, so is there a 10.3? They obviously made three parts to FF13, for better or worse. Um, but what about that? Is there a Final Fantasy ten? Well, the latest issue of WikiFam issue had a 30-page feature on the 20th anniversary of the game with a special interview with character designer Tetsuya Nomura, event director Nomura Toriyama, and scenario writer Kachiju Kasaguje Najima, and others. And they talked about the possibility of Final Fantasy X-3. Quote, Nojima has more or less written an outline of what 10.3 would look like if it existed, Normara said. The audio drama Final Fantasy X Will and novel sequel Final Fantasy 10 2.5 were written based on this. It's dormant now, but the concept itself exists. Toyama added, the possibility isn't zero, so, you saying I have a chance? Uh, but I can't talk about it until we finish production on Final Fantasy VII Remake first. Nojima added I had the opportunity to work with people who got into the game industry after playing FF7, but now the phase is shifting, and I'm working with people who got into the industry after playing 10, which being 20 years ago would make sense since they played that as a young child and now in the industry. So, there you go it's the possibility is not zero uh, it's not dead in the water but the key <laughs> the key thing is there i can't talk about it until we finish finish production not on remake part 2 but on remake well when is that going to be <laughs> remake is I can't see it wrapping up in this generation. They would really, really have to get on the ball in order to finish it. I really would prefer it that way. That way you could play the entire game on one system. That seems like the way to do it, but there's a, there are way away from finishing that before even talking about something like this. Do I think it'll happen? If I had to say yay or nay, I'd say no, but maybe they're open to it. Um, would I even want to see it? I don't I don't know. Uh, I like I said, I really liked even loved ten and ten two. Now here would be my initial um, pushback, right? So between the two games there were they were very different. In essence, they were both turn based battle systems, although different versions of each. And I kinda like both of them for different reasons. What has Square Innings done? <laughs> Here recently, especially with turn-based, um, traditionally turn-based, they've gone pretty much action, right? I would be scared to death that they would take it in an action RPG direction. I would almost be shocked if they didn't at this point. That's just kind of been what they've been doing. It'd be nice if they didn't. Who would even be in the game? <laughs> um it's hard to say, right? If you've played through those two games, there's, there's some conclusion to those stories. It would be kind of weird if they did it, but you never know. There, As they've shown, there's plenty of material out there for them to write and, and do whatever they want with games. Um, I think it'd be kind of cool, but I don't know. It's fun to talk about, though, right? And it gives us something to end today's podcast on. That's going to do it for episode 174. I hope you enjoyed this one. It's been a little bit short. As things can go this time of year, there's not a ton of stuff to chat about. If you don't already, give us a like on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe and watch all the trailers that we talk about, including video versions of this podcast on YouTube. If you like what you're hearing each and every week, if you like what we're putting out there, please consider financial support. Keeps uh, keeps the lights on over here, keeps the wife happy. So that would always be a plus. You can do that either through the link. All the links are down below. You can go through the anchor app directly. You can go through PayPal. Oh I'm sorry through Patreon. (laughs) Or you can do a direct donation through PayPal the Email address is there, James Fisher Productions at gmail.com. I would greatly appreciate any of those options. You guys rock. But that's going to do it. We'll see you guys. And remember next week on Wednesday for a podcast. Not sure how much we'll have, but we'll have something to talk about on the JRPG Report. My name is James Fisher. Until next time, and get back out there and level up.